Yo, what it do? It's your boy K Sims, and we're back at you with another episode of the K Phonics Podcast. Shout out to that boy Meek Mill. He just got released. Um, I pray that Meek Mill gets out and fuck shit up, man. I can't wait to hear uh, new music from him, and I pray that he never gets put in this position again. All right, guys, so let's jump right into it, man. So that boy Jamal Charlo fucked up Hugo Centeno Jr. Man, if you not if you did not see it saturday night last saturday man those were three great fights that were on showtime pbc man um it was tank he started out first got the dub jamal charlo got the dub and adrian broner unfortunately got the draw but we're going to focus on man uh mainly jamal charlo man that boy jamal charlo like just fucked up centino jr i mean look don't get me wrong man centino came out he looked all right you know he didn't look bad at all he looked you know good decent but ultimately man he just couldn't handle that power and like he said he got a little overconfident and decided that he wanted to trade with jamal charlo which was a terrible thing for him to do i mean man he just got totally fucked up man i mean he couldn't deal with that left and then once that right came man that just totally like just put him out i mean he was already going down with that that left hook but that right hook just totally like he'll put him out man now he is the wbc interim champion and he is the mandatory for gennady golovkin which most of us knows as triple g now as you must know triple g is fighting may 5th against vines moderosian a fight that majority of boxing fans particularly do not care about i mean look uh they basically chose a stay ready fight rather than fight the mandatory and sergey dervinchenko um, so they decided to, to choose a guy that was a 54 pounder who hadn't fought in two years whose last fight was a loss to eris Lara, who they wouldn't even fight him for the longest but now he is the mandatory for the wbc um for triple g triple g holds the wbc belt and now jamal charlo he's been the mandatory but now he's the interim champ so if it gets to a point to where triple g does not fight him the belt becomes vacant and jamal charlo is automatically um given the full status as the wbc champion um i think that triple g should definitely fulfill his mandatory obligations um you cannot be a unified champion meaning you can't be the ibf wba and wbc champion and not fulfill your mandatory obligations however he is in a very 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 dangerous spot right now i mean you got dervinchenko as the ibf mandatory you got jamal charlo as the wbc mandatory and now you're going to have danny jacobs if he gets past his fight he's going to be the wba mandatory now Imagine if he was the unified champ, the WBO, his mandatory would be Demetrius Andrade. So he would have like literally like four fucking dangerous mandatories that he would have to fulfill. He already got three. He got out of one and he may get stripped of the IBF belt, may or may not. That remains to be seen. The WBC cares about the rematch between Canelo. So we don't know if they're going to order that fight anytime soon. So that remains to be seen as well the wba i mean they're kind of funny with their um mandatory so i mean danny jacobs already got his shot so it definitely shouldn't be danny jacobs next because he already got his shot i mean look he did well i thought he did enough to win the fight but he didn't pull it off and the judges didn't give it to him so he already had his opportunity so 
the next person in that line should either be Dervinchenko or it should be Charlo. So we'll see. But I definitely believe that the best option out of those three is Jamal Charlo. I mean, Jamal Charlo is just a fucking beast. I mean, he is an animal. I mean, he's big. He's strong. He's very rangy. I mean, Charlo knocks niggas out with jabs, bro. Like, don't that nigga knocks motherfuckers out with jabs. Like, I mean, if you can knock a nigga out with a jab, hell, you more anxious to throw everything because, hell, you can knock a nigga out with a fucking jab. I mean, your jab is not your hardest punch. I mean, it could be stiff enough for you to keep him at bay, but, I mean, it's not going to be like usually the knockout punch. So, I mean, that is a very, very, very tough tax for Triple G. And I think that he should, you know, be able to, you know, take on that opportunity. I mean, look, at one particular point, Triple G was the only kid on the playground. And he didn't have no other kids that wanted to play with him. I mean, um, Sergio Martinez was, wasn't the Sergio Martinez that we were accustomed to seeing, so they didn't fight. You know, Peter Quillen checked out a long time ago, so I can understand why they didn't fight. And the Dan and Jacobs fight could have happened a lot sooner. But according to Abel Sanchez and even according to Danny Jacobs himself, like he needed like a full training camp in order to prepare for that and when he came back off of his knockout and when he stopped peter quillen he wanted to get at least 12 rounds up under his belt before he took that type of fight so i mean i respect him and he ultimately got his opportunity he didn't he came up short even though i thought he won but that's neither here nor there but charlo we're talking about like a challenge like Andre Ward type challenge the challenge that back in the day that Triple G and his camp didn't want to take I mean they basically got away with not fighting Andre Ward I meant the networks and even Triple G's camp make sure that he was protected in order for him to not fight Andre Ward well this is another obstacle in his way that was you know Andre Ward like I mean obviously they're two different fighters I mean Charlo is mostly known for his knockout power um, he can box and he can move. He just hasn't been put in a position to, you know, mainly box and move as much because he usually gets his opponents out. I mean, uh, he could have went toe to toe the distance with J-Rock, but he ultimately stopped J-Rock. I mean, he's only been put in a position once to go 12 rounds, and that was with against Austin Trout. Now, in that fight, he couldn't make the weight of 154 pounds no more. You clearly could see it. And he even stated that he wasn't, you know, level-headed during that time that's why he was making those you know some of those mistakes within the fight but you know he ultimately pulled it off but now he is in middleweight uh he's coming into his man strength um he's definitely entering in his prime he isn't in his prime as of yet but he is definitely doing the damn thing and solidifying himself as a middleweight superstar within the division i my personal belief i believe that he's the best in the division if there was no jamal charlo then danny jacobs would you know take that crown but you know, Jamon Charlo is definitely making himself and his status solidified. I mean, you still got Billy Joe Saunders with the WBO belt, but, you know, they're already saying that Groves and DeGale, you know, at 168 are bigger fights. So who knows? He may move up to 168 pounds and decide to not, you know, defend his WBO belt at middleweight. Um, Canelo, obviously, the perception on Canelo has drastically changed. So we really don't know what's going to happen. Me personally, I don't see him coming back and fighting Triple G right away, especially after surgery and rehab. He might come back and fight uh, Gary Spike O'Sullivan, so that remains to be seen. So, I mean, where does Triple G go from here? The best option is Jamal Charlo. I mean, he can go fight against, you know, Derve, uh, Sergey Dervachenko. I'm sorry, my apologies. But, 
I mean, um, that's a fight that's really kind of like the clear of the unknown. I mean, Dervinchenko only has like, you know, a few fights up under his belt, but he's had a long uh, amateur career and it's uh, where it is that they both known each other from the amateurs. So that could be a definitely good fight. I mean, Dervinchenko could box. Um, majority of his specialty work is, you know, working on the inside. So that'd be definitely something for Triple G to deal with. I mean, a fighter who likes to work on the inside because... Um, normally Triple G is, you know, coming forward trying to stalk his opponents because they're moving. But now you got two individuals in Dervichenko and Jamal Charlo who are not going to move, who are going to stand there and go toe to toe with him. I mean, it's a 50-50 fight between Dervichenko and Triple G. But Triple G and Charlo, man, Charlo like completely stops him, man, completely stops him, like period. And I think they don't want that work. I think they're going to try to hold off on as much as they can. But, you know, they're basically um, holding on to deal life for the Canelo rematch. You know, it's suspected that they're supposed to fight in September, but we don't know, Hill. Canelo and Golden Boy might look at Triple G as like bad for business. Like, even though Canelo cheated, it's like, shit, you fucked the shit up. You know, you could have just kept your mouth shut and shit could have just kept rolling. But, you know, you decided to, you know, fuck shit up and basically postpone the fight until a date where you know we had plans i mean shit you know canelo and golden boy probably was like all right we get the belts and then like we gonna fight a stay ready fight and then we'll fight billy joe next and then we'll move up you know their golden boy and them are not interested in you know fighting mandatories they never have been i mean when you know canelo was the mandatory for uh demetrius andre that and fight but once the belt got stripped from him you know then you know he got the belt and he fought like some bullshit as mandatory so i mean it's neither here nor there man but you know that boy charlo man i mean he is the fucking real deal at 160 and i believe you know that triple g will lose but i mean it's a lot of double standards that's going on you know what i'm saying because if triple g ends up vacating the belt and you know charlo gets the belt then charlo is basically going to be put in a position like his brother jamel you get the you win a vacant belt in this case he wouldn't win the vacant belt he would just automatically be you know granted his full-time status because he is the interim champion but he would most likely get the belt and then automatically have to fight two mandatories like right away and i think that that's bullshit i mean look canelo gave him the belt uh because he didn't want to negotiate for a fight with triple g during the time because he was in a lawsuit with all-star boxing which he lost so he vacated the belt and that's how triple g became the wbc champion but i mean triple g has not you know faced you know he's not faced the mandatory for the wbc since he has gotten the belt so i mean look i'm not really all that big on the sanctioning bodies they're all out for money and they all want that sanctioning fees that's why they're pushing so hard for this triple g and canelo fight making sure that you know nothing gets in the way of it but you know at this particular point i really don't care if they fight i mean shit, it, the fight is pretty much dead i mean he cheated it's always going to be questions about well no do you think he's cheating again do you think he's cheating in this camp uh despite the fact that canelo's testing negative do you think that he's taking like supplements to mask whatever he's doing of the containment meat i mean it's gonna be all over the fucking place so i really don't give a fuck if they fight man i want him to fight charlo and i wish that shit would be in houston i mean he say he coming back in august i definitely will be in attendance of that so hopefully he get his shot here down here in h town man hopefully he does man but all right guys man that's all for today man 
appreciate you listening to the episode i got more content coming just want to give my two cents on my boy jamal charlo congratulations um they are from the h town i'm glad they are making history and i believe that they are the first set of twins to both hold the wbc strap at the same time so you know stand up h town for our hometown heroes and i pray that they have nothing but more success all right guys i'm out one